Hello, hello, friends. Oh, my voice is struggling today, but that's all right. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to 10 Pages. 10 Pages is an online literary community where we read 10 pages a day. I'm your host at Bellini Carly, but you can call me Carly B. And I share my reading reflections with you all on this podcast. And I'm so grateful that you tune in and listen to my ramblings. But I'm even more grateful when you share your reading reflections with me and with the rest of the 10 Pages community. You can find 10 pages on YouTube and Pinterest. We're at 1010 pages. That is T E N 10 P G S. That is letters T E N numbers 10 letters P G S. Find us on social media and join the reading circle conversation. subject of today's episode is books that I think of when I think of New York City. This is just a quick little episode to talk about some books that I think of when I think of New York City because I am traveling to New York City this weekend with my mom and I'm so excited. My mom is an artist and an art teacher and we're going to check out some art museums that I've never been to while we're in the city and we're going to eat some good food and hit up some good bars, and I'm going to buy a book at a cool bookstore, and I'm just really excited to get out of Pittsburgh for the weekend and get to explore New York City. I love New York City. I've been to New York City, you know, I'd say a dozen times, probably, uh, since I was a kid. Um, I've gotten to do a lot in the city. I've seen The Lion King on Broadway. I have been to the Statue of Liberty, I have been to Ellis Island, I have, you know, done all the touristy things when I was younger, Um, I uh, have been to Times Square, I have been to the Brooklyn Bridge, I've done the Brooklyn Flea Market, Um, been to the MoMA, been to the Met, Um, explored Brooklyn, explored Manhattan, with friends, with my mom. Um, So New York, I have fond memories in New York and also just looking up things to do in the city. I was like, what is a neighborhood that I've never been to? What's something I've never done? You know, I've done the Chelsea area. um, You know, I've done Soho. You know, I've, you know, done shopping in Soho and, um, you know, all of the things. And there's so much to do in New York. There's a never-ending list of things to do. Obviously, there's plenty in the city that I haven't done, but it was kind of a cool feeling turning to um, planning for this trip and trying to find some stuff to do and being like, wow, I've done a lot of this. Like, I'm pretty comfortable with New York City. So, Um, I'm really excited to be there this weekend. Um, Maybe I'll pick up a book and review it for you guys. Um, But for now, the subject of today's episode is books that I think of when I think of New York City. Okay, so I will uh, begin by talking about the number one book I think of when I think of New York City, a favorite book of mine by an author that is near and dear to my heart. 
uh, Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain. Kitchen Confidential is Anthony Bourdain's memoir about working in the service industry as a chef. Um, but he wasn't just in any old service industry. He was in like really high-end restaurants, serving up food to really fancy people. Um, so he had, you know, a really interesting experience, um, in the service industry. Add in with that, uh, in the memoir, Anthony Bourdain is really open and transparent about his issues with, um, drugs and, um, substances, Um, and, um, you know, he was at one point addicted to heroin and like living on a mattress on the floor in Baltimore, Maryland, I think. Um, and so he writes really candidly about his struggles with addiction, which I think is what makes the book so relatable. Um, the book is really relatable just in, to the extent that he talks about his experience in the service industry. I mean, if you have ever worked in the service industry, I highly recommend you pick up a copy of Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential. If you work in the service industry extensively, I'm sure you've already read it. I feel like it's kind of iconic in the service industry. Um, and you know, he's pretty on point with talking about what it's like in the kitchen and on the floor and, um, yeah, so it's really relatable if you've ever worked in the service industry, but then I think what makes the book transcendent is that he talks about his struggles with, yeah, like addiction and mental health and just with coming of age, um, and that's putting it, um, favorably for Anthony Bourdain to say uh, that it's a coming of age novel because it's really about him kind of fucking up his life in his 20s um so it's not like he is a young teenager though he does write in the memoir about food memories he has from when he's a child and when he is a teenager so it is like a memoir of his life and us particularly of the coming of age years but I think that he would even agree with me which rest in peace I wish he were here to agree with me um that he was figuring things out like later in life you know he was he he figured things out later in life he um didn't even get this book deal until he was like 40 and this book is really what catapulted him to fame and there's an interesting like publishing background with this book too um anthony originally wrote kitchen confidential as like a short piece for the new yorker um or I think he was pitching it to different publications, but I think his mom worked at the New Yorker and kind of got him the in. I think this is the story. And, um, and uh, yeah, he got his short published in the New Yorker and it turned into a book deal for a longer book about, you know, New York City and the service industry. Um, and apparently Kitchen Confidential was inspired by a similar Parisian um, piece from the early 1900s, like 1912 or something, 
um, in Paris where um, an author kind of exposed the service industry in Paris for what it really was. And the whole thing kind of reminds me of Upton Sinclair's The Jungle, which is really funny because when I was trying to think of books I think of when I think of New York, Upton Sinclair's The Jungle does come to mind, even though that's so lame and nerdy. Um, if you're not familiar with The Jungle, it's a piece in which Upton Sinclair exposed the meatpacking industry in New York City for being really unsanitary in their production of meat for people to consume. Um, and it was this, like, you know, scathing expose that really changed the world and, and revolutionized, like, food processing regulations. Um, and, uh, Anthony Bourdain's book just reminds me of the jungle just because it's like New York city expose of the food industry, uh, even though he's talking more about service and he isn't exposing it for its gross practices so much. Um, though he does one part that really sticks out about kitchen confidential is that he talks about how like seafood at a restaurant comes once a week so you don't want to order it at the end of the like shipment week because it's all gross and it's been sitting there for a while so like I forget what day it was in New York City that they get their seafood delivered but he gave the day he said it was like Tuesday or whatever he's like you want to order your seafood dinner on Tuesday not on Monday because that's like the end of the shipment week um so he exposes some gross practices, but for the most part, he's just talking about the culture of the kitchen and what he's really exposing the most is the like um, macho man mentality in the kitchen um, and um, this sort of just machoism in the back of the kitchen and the way they make like your mom jokes and jokes about doing inappropriate things with your wife and um like just really it's a it's a boys locker room in the kitchen and that's really what he was exposing and and he you know wrote about how he didn't really like that it kind of he was too sensitive for all of that um which is a really great aspect of the book as well so I've gone on and on about Kitchen Confidential it's my one of my favorites and Anthony Bourdain is a huge inspiration to me um he had a career that I I just so admire and his death hit me hard and still hits me hard. Um, I just look up to him a lot. So um, to kind of grapple with why he committed suicide is, is tough. And um, uh, yeah, uh, suicide prevention begins with all of us. So um, I highly encourage you to check out the American Su uh, Foundation for Suicide Prevention and um, get involved with that organization however you can. Suicide prevention is definitely a cause that is close to my heart um, and that I care about a lot. So um, I'll just plug uh, AFSP here um, with the discussion of Bourdain. But um, back to the subject at hand, books I think of when I think of New York City, Kitchen Confidential is number one. Another book that I think of when I think of New York City, I've already done an episode about. It is called Just Kids by Patti Smith. And I am so excited because on this trip to New York, I'm going to go to the Chelsea Hotel for the first time. And I'm going to eat in the, uh, you know, the restaurant 
bar uh, is called the El Quixote, and I'm going to get a drink and some appetizers there and hang out in the in the spiritual presence of Patti Smith and Robert Maplethorpe and Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin and Andy Warhol and his crew, and I am really looking forward to seeing the, the Hotel Chelsea in person, in real life. Um, I think it's going to be a fun time to see that, and I just did an episode about Just Kids. I just reread Just Kids. So it's fresh in my mind and it'll be nice. I wish I could like bring my book with me just to have it like a crystal or something like have the energy of the book with me, but I don't think I'm traveling that, that heavy. I don't want to just carry an extra book around that I'm not reading. So, um, another book I think of when I think of New York City, obviously Just Kids by Patti Smith. It's as much as it is an elegy for Robert Maplethorpe. It is a love story to New York about New York City. So, um, you know, being an artist in New York City. So I'm excited to just, after I've just read Just Kids, I'm excited to be back in Greenwich Village and Washington Square Park and um, just be back in that uh, vibe that Patty wrote so vividly and fluidly about. And finally, a book I think of when I think of New York City is The Catcher in the Rye by Holden Caulfield (laughs) by J.D. Salinger. Main character is Holden Caulfield. Um, Yeah, last but certainly not least, book I think of when I think of New York City, The Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger. I love The Catcher in the Rye. I know Salinger is like a hot topic. He's a controversial figure, but... The Catcher in the Rye is one of my favorite books. I've read it multiple times when I was a teenager, but I've been thinking about rereading it again, um, you know, more recently, um, in part because I've started this podcast and I want to tribute like my favorite books and it requires me to reread them really if I want to have good commentary for the show. So um, I've been thinking about rereading The Catcher in the Rye. We'll see if I do it. But um, if you haven't read it, it is a classic. I highly recommend it. I also just did an episode on The Bell Jar, which is considered like the female Catcher in the Rye. Um, And I loved that as well for the same reasons. Like, um, they are very similar and they're coming of age novels. You know, The Catcher in the Rye is about Holden Caulfield coming of age. Um, he gets kicked out of boarding school and he's just like nomadically making his way, you know, to his next station in life. And he is in New York City, um, just wandering aimlessly kind of, um, and he's angsty he lies to everyone that's something that really struck me when I was younger and I'd read I thought it was so like I romanticized the idea of lying to everyone about your name and your background you know Holden gets on the train and people ask him you know who he is and he just lies and I always thought that was so interesting and cool I'm not suave enough to make up a life story to random strangers but um I always admired that in Holden. Um, there's so much I like about the book, but I'll just like leave it at that for the most part for he- purposes here because I really think I should do a whole episode about The Catcher in the Rye. But I will say there's my favorite quote from The Catcher in the Rye. My absolute favorite part is when Holden is in the Museum of Natural History in New York City. And I'm paraphrasing, but he says something like that he likes to visit the Museum of Natural History because he's been there so many times ever since he was a kid. And every time he goes back, nothing at the museum has changed, but he's changed. 
And I just loved that idea of going back to the same place and using it as like a benchmark for your own personal growth. Like how much have you changed since you were here last time? The museum never changes, but you change. And every time you go back, that makes the museum different. You have a different experience with it because you're different. I love that. Um, And that's, you know a good analogy or whatever for my trip to New York City this weekend. Um, I've been there so many times since I was a kid and things have changed, but at the same time, New York is always constant and um, I've changed though. So, you know, I can um, kind of measure my growth um, compared to the last time I was there and the previous visits I've made to the city. Um, So that's my favorite Holden Caulfield quote, um, love the catcher in the rye. And, um, I definitely think of that book when I think of New York city. So that is my show for you guys today. Just a quick little shout out to a few books I think of when I think of New York city in anticipation of my trip to New York. I'm leaving on a flight at 7 a.m. Saturday morning, and I am coming home on Monday afternoon, President's Day. I have off work, so I'm taking advantage of the long weekend and traveling with my mom, and I'm so excited. So uh, stay tuned on my social media at Bellini.Carly on Instagram, at Bellini.Carly on Twitter, Um, and I will be sharing um, some photos of the art I'm seeing and the activities I'm doing. I am so excited. Um, And if you'll be in New York, hit me up. Maybe we can cross paths. Um, I know I have some friends who will be in the city as well at the same time. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. I'll catch you back here next time. Until then, take it easy, 10 pages at a time. Peace and love.